When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Welcome in to your daily dose of Vikings entertainment. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, our executive producer. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And they're, uh, I don't know, they're trying to do some things in free agency to make that happen, but they've been gridlocked with salary cap issues, and they helped relieve some of that with an Adam Thielen restructure that we'll talk about here in just a second, but... A shout-out to our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So let's just get into it here, boys. Question number one. Adam Thielen has agreed to add a void year in 2025 to the end of his contract. And they've now, because of that, they've reworked his deal. I'll spare you all the gory details, but they've converted a large chunk of his base in 2022 to a signing bonus that they can spread throughout the duration of the deal. And according to Pro Football Focus, I think it's PFF Brad, he's their cap guy, it's going to save the Vikings like around $5 million in cap space. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, yeah, around like 4 to $5 million in cap space. For the 2022 season, so a little bit more breathing room, but they you know they continue to to jam some cap money into future seasons. So, um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I guess question number one is yeah, Adam Thielen. He's back restructured. <laughs> Cousins back restructured. Harrison Smith back restructured. What are your thoughts on the band staying together? Oh, I have so many thoughts on this. So um, the Th- Thielen. Portion, I think Dukes had told us, uh, it might have been on the bonus scoop episode that we recorded on Tuesday, that he fully expected that this would happen to Thielen's contract, but he would not be gone. So I guess it's not surprising. I don't understand this. I don't understand, and it's not one guy, okay? Just to be very, very clear, I'm not saying I don't understand. I don't, you know, Thielen is the, is the straw that broke the camel's back, and now I'm done with the Vikings. No, that's not the case. I don't understand the philosophy of trying to run Rick Spielman's team back. Um, this team is aged out to a large degree. This team had its time. It had its run. Its time is done. 
And now there's this need or this feeling from within the franchise. And I don't think it comes from the GM. I think that there's a need from within the people that own this team to say like, okay, Mike's gone. So we are going to run it back and now it's going to work. And I would say, guys, look at your defense. Like you might trade. We don't know this. You might trade Daniil Hunter. And I know he has played seven games in the last two years. And I know that's not good. Okay. But if you remove him, Keep in mind, in the seven games that Daniil played in 2021, he had six sacks. He finished second on your team in sacks. They were number one in pressure rate when he was on the field. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. He's a marvelous player. But my point is he's a marvelous player, and you might have to trade him. And yet through all that, you're just going to say, but we'll find a guy. Uh, That's hard to do. Their plan seems to be that that they are dipping their toe in the water. That's the offense. But then they're staying out of the pool. That's the defense. And I'm thoroughly confused. I am thoroughly confused. But I can tell you right now, if if anybody asks me from TCO Performance Center, Judd, what do you think of what we're doing? I would say it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me, guys. Well, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to put myself in their in their shoes here. And whoever's driving this, and we, and we spoke at length on Feedback Friday, Mackie and Judd about this. But I, I, think, I think when Quasey took the job, it was strongly, strongly hinted and urged to him by the organization, the Wilfs, anyone else who's in that cabinet, that we want stability, we want to be competitive. It's That's mostly what we've been in 17 seasons since we took over as owners. You know, our vision has been Steelers, Giants, right? Like before the Giants have been a disaster the last four years, but we want that long-term yeah. stability. We just we want to be competitive, and then we want to pop when it makes sense. We don't want to tank. We don't want to strip this thing down. And so I think Quasi probably said, "All right, well that's you know, it's not the best way to go about it necessarily. If you want to win big, the best way to go about it is to find a rookie-scale contract quarterback." And this is I'm not reporting this. This is I'm some educated speculation here. But listen, you know we got the. Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins connection here. And there's absolutely another level to this. This offense was 14th in points per game. Look at the players on offense. These, who are these clowns running this offense before? So yes, we can take the current collection, make some tweaks and make it better, but it might not be the the best way to win a Super Bowl in the next three to five years. Cause it's just, yeah, it's going to be tough to, how do we get big free agents with no cap space? Right. And do we have to, do we have to be perfect on all of our draft picks? So I, so I think those are the conversations. So they landed on, okay, we know it's going to be hard, but if you can stay competitive, keep Kirk, and maybe kind of retool and draft a quarterback in a couple of years, then you know we can cross that bridge when we come to it. But they're banking on coaching, taking this team to the next level. That's what they're banking on. I mean, they're banking on a fear of culture or, or, or a fear of uh, a culture of fear, I should say, being out the door, and they're banking on. Kevin O'Connell taking this offense where we think it should have been the last couple seasons. So, you know, again, while it's not what the path I would have chosen, and I will say if they wind up bringing in like a J.C. Treader or somebody, like a real actual center that knows what he's doing and doesn't get forklifted off the line of scrimmage, okay, all right. But um, they continue to, with these players who are in their 30s, instead of trading them for whatever they can get, they continue to latch on to them and push money into future seasons. 
very ballsy. It is. Um, I think the problem I have is you're extending a wide receiver who's going into his age 32 season. And although still productive, Thielen continues to get banged up here and there. It's a nice red zone target. And after 2022, you basically could start to get out of this contract pretty easily. Previously, before this extension, if they would have cut him in 2023, so this time next year, they'd have 6.8 in dead money, but they would have saved 11 mil. And now you're basically locking yourself in that Adam Thielen's probably going to be here, obviously, for the next two years with this guaranteed money. And that void year in 2025, you're going to be paying him in three years from now to not play for you. And I just, I personally don't understand that. Um, with the emergence of wide receivers, you can find wide receivers. KJ Osborne's developed nicely. Uh, you can figure out a way to move on from life without Adam Thielen. Still a nice player, and I'm sure he's a nice, he, it makes the Vikings offense still very good in 2022 but I don't really understand the long-term move of it. Yeah, it's uh, well, question number two kind of ties into all this because the Vikings look like they have a much better chance in the division after what happened to the Packers this week, yesterday. Uh, so question number two is, how does the Devontae Adams trade to the Raiders for a first and a second-round pick impact the NFC North? So the Vikings now have what? I think without question, the two top receivers in the division, right? Because, I mean, the yeah. Packers don't. Um, they the, don't Bears, have, the Bears don't. Bear, Allen Robinson's yeah, just left. In the Rams. Anyway, uh, yeah. so my fear is that it impacts, it impacts um, the fans who run the Vikings even more because they're going to, to say, well, now there's a greater chance than ever to, to surpass the Packers. And, that, and that's great. I mean, that's a great thought. I love that thought. That's really, really cute. But the thought, as we talked about on Mackie and Judd as well, of this show is to win a division title or is to win a Super Bowl. So the division title is important, but that's not the, oh, man, we beat the Packers, so who cares? So I think the division is going to absolutely, positively be awful. Like, I mean, it, it but, but that's – but. Rodgers is back in Green Bay, so I say that with hesitancy a little bit because, you know, for two years now, I've said the Packers are really done now. They're No, no, they're really done now, no, and yeah. they haven't been. But there's a chance the division is terrible, but that being said, does that get you to where you want to go? And in my opinion, the answer is no, it, it does not. Yeah, well, people need to pump the brakes a little bit here on the, well, now, now, because yeah, Devontae right. Adams is gone, the Packers are going to go from 13 wins down to eight or something, and the Vikings, yeah, like, yeah. Let's you know Aaron Rodgers has has gotten a lot of receivers paid a lot of money in his career, and I think I think Devontae is a special one, and he's definitely at the top of the list. But um, Devontae Adams, there will like there are other options for the Packers to find, and there are other receivers that will be elevated because of new opportunities. So, are the Packers worse today than they were yesterday? Absolutely. Are they like five games worse or three games worse? I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite go that far. And the one thing to, to keep in mind too—that's a good point about this—is Green Bay, offensive line wise, last year was down to nobody left and still won games. Yeah, I and mean, Bakhtiari missed. I think they were down to like their whole third season. left tackle at one point, right? Like yeah. it was ridiculous. The Vikings would have imploded. So. That's the thing about my continuing continuing to pound at the table and say, now the Packers are really done. Um, 
I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, but I could see a scenario where this division is just flat out not that good. Too. Well, but, but the and that's the thing. Like the 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 window is more open now, and if there's you know, and Rogers is getting older, and he's a weird dude, and the, if the chemistry is off, like it's all the things we talked about last year. Yep. But if he's without his top weapon, the window to win the division, since you're running it back, clearly, is much more open. So, you know, you you have to win the division to me to give yourself the best chance to make noise in the playoffs because you want that home playoff game. You want to rack up, you want to rack up wins against division opponents. Sure, but um, it does feel like a little bit of a false sense of security because your your real goal is Super Bowl as a franchise, and so you're looking at the Rams, you're looking at the Buccaneers, and you're looking at the Packers and the Forty ers and whoever else, the Cardinals. And measuring yourself against those teams. So, I don't know, Declan, are you ready to crown the Vikings now that Devontae Adams is gone? No, no way. Uh, DraftKings, current odds to win the NFC North. Right now, the Packers are favorites at minus 190. The Vikings are second at plus 300. Bears, third at plus 750. And the Lions, if, if you really want to be daring, are plus 1,200. Good payout if yeah. you put a, put a little bet on there because it's a high payout. But the Vikings, this seems, like, this seems accurate to me. The Packers are still the favorites to win the division. The Vikings have a chance, like plus 300. Those are solid odds. Like, I, I wouldn't mind if I was, if we were back to our purple props, I wouldn't mind putting money on that. But in general, the Packers are still the favorites to win this division with Aaron Rodgers there, without question. What are the odds that Judd's going to drink a Surly Furious this weekend? 100%. Minus, minus 10,000. <laughs> 100%. You know what? I have a fun exercise for, for today. Because if you're th- thinking to yourself, boy, I would sure I'd like to be crazy. I would like to be in charge of a team. I would like to be a GM, free agent shopping, right, gentlemen? Here's the assignment. I want you to go to go shopping for a free agent or plural agents in your local liquor store. Like Declan will do do this in a second. And you're looking around and you're saying, what can I? Who can I sign? What can I do? I'm going to give you an offensive line. The first Surly Variety Pack of 2022. Offensive line. Okay? Furious. Havoc Machine. Ghost Empire Dark Lager. And then what I consider to be the left tackle of this entire project, the Hypermodern Idaho 7 IPA. That's exactly right. So you have just signed an offensive line. I'm going to tell you right now, it's better than anything the Vikings have put out there in the last five to six years. First Surly Variety Pack of 2022 should be your free agent acquisition this weekend. Also, hello to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So, you know, they go through, we talk about training camp and off-season workouts, so they go through their marketing reps several months of training in Owatonna before they even get assigned to a regional office throughout the country. They specialize in core industries that they know and understand as opposed to trying to sell as many policies as possible. And you can find a full list of those industries at federatedinsurance.com. Federated employees love what they do, love being part of a great company, and they love helping maximize the success of your business. Federatedinsurance.com. Remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect your football. Okay, question number three here. Now that Devonta Adams has gotten paid more money than I think any non-quarterback player offensively has ever made, Yes. Or defensively. Um, okay, so he's going to make $28 million a year. He's making more than some franchise veteran quarterbacks, including Derek Carr, are making. Question number three is, what does that mean for Justin Jefferson? He's up for a contract in a year from now. 
he's not a free agent for another few years, but like he's right. eligible for an extension. May after the season. Twenty three. Yes, sir. So you gonna pay him? <laughs> this is such. This is so juicy now. So the cap's going up, which is great. Um, so my goal is to pay him. All right. Here's why I'm going. Here's why I'm going to going to pay. Why I am going to pay. Him. Oh, okay. Um, I would not have paid Devonte this. In fact, I think the Packers actually caught a break in some ways. Devonte is what twenty nine. I think he's near thirty. Justin Jefferson is coming out of his first contract, so he's going to break the bank. He should. I am loath to pay a receiver as much as as Devonte is going to get paid. But when it comes to Jefferson, because it's a second contract and because he's going to sign that contract at, what, mid-20s? Mid-20-ish? 20, yeah, 25, 26. Okay. 25, 25. At least I'm getting the second contract of his career, which still means he's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. If you're near th- 30, I'm not signing the contract that the Raiders signed Devontae to. But, yes, I'm going to pay him. But, of course, this does raise questions as much as the cap is going to increase in the coming seasons this does raise questions about once I pay him, where's some of the other cash going to come from? But yes, I can't well, see allowing this guy to walk. He's too special to me. You 100% pay him. He's huh? one of the three to five best receivers in the NFL. I think he flirts with being the best receiver in the NFL, and, we're, and we'll see in a scheme that's going to be more advantageous to him. Yeah. We're going to find out. Great. So I pay him, and the good news is I don't think – the big money in that contract would kick in until like 2025 or six. Cause he still has three years left on his rookie scale contract, right? It's a five year rookie scale contract. He's a first yep. round pick fifth year option. Yeah. So correct. You would have all of these veterans off the books by then. Right. Kirk would be off the books by then. Ideally you've, you've moved into a younger, you know, rookie scale contract quarterback. Yep. Adam Thielen's off the books by then. Harrison Smith, these guys are all going to be like 35, 36, 37 years old. So I I have no hesitation. And I and it's I think it's different. Like 15 years ago, the conversation around receivers was, oh, you can just kind of find guys. You know, it's really it's like Tom Brady and Brett Favre. Those guys, they make, and Peyton Manning, they make a receiver. Mm-hmm. And that's still true to some extent. But there are so many ridiculous receivers coming into the league the last few years. I mean, just think about the dudes you watch on Sundays on Red Zone Channel. It's not just guys who are being made by their quarterbacks. It's crazy athletes who are game-changing players. And so anything to help the passing game, I'm pumping money into receivers, I'm pumping money into offensive line, and I'm pumping money into quarterback when it makes sense. And uh, if, if that means saying goodbye to a running back after a rookie-scale contract is over and not doing what they did with Dalvin Cook and Adrian Peterson, I'm cool with that. So, yeah, you pay him. Dex? You yeah, you got to pay him. You absolutely have to pay him. He's a such a talented wide receiver, and with the cap going up, and you have space in future seasons, two or three years from now, yes, it just makes a lot of sense to pay him. You have to do that. You have. I to probably pay. don't. I probably don't pay him the next contract though. What do you mean? I give. I extend him for five years, and I take him to around oh. thirty, and then I don't pay him the next contract. It's a long ways out. Yeah. I don't but but I'm, I'm just saying, I, I think the Raiders yeah. are fundamentally making a mistake. I legitimately don't know what I'm doing tomorrow morning. You see, this is the difference. When oh, I'm trying I'm to plan that. my roster, when I'm trying to plan my team, this is why the Wilfs yeah. made a big mistake. 
Judd, will you consult for us? We will go back to Jersey. We won't even talk to Quasi. Be like, absolutely, Ziggy. Mark, Lenny. Stewie. What would you have consulted them to do in retrospect now that they've would you Oh, Kirk would be gone. Kirk would be gone. Do you think um, they're kind of regretting now? And we'll get into some. There's a lot of Kirk I, stuff coming knows. on the uh, the comments edition of Purple Daily here too. So I would but. have started every conversation if if you allowed me to sit down with KOC and Quazy and and say Judd, you're advising us. I would have started every conversation going into the legal tampering period with this one. What are we doing about Daniil? What's your ideas there? Because I'm open for uh, conversation. Yeah, I'm. I am not a dictator. And if they said, you know what, we there's some problems here. We can't do this. I'd say, okay, then then that's going to impact our decision on Kirk too. You know, I I think you know what's what's what has happened has happened, and and we can sit here and lament if we would have done or wouldn't have done. But like the way that things are constructed right now, if they can find a way, here's what I would love to see. If Daniel's going to be weird and his agent's going to keep doing this, and a team wants to give me a first round pick and a third round pick. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Well, uh, I guess maybe we'll see you in the Ring of Honor someday, but... Oh, um, you're considering pulling the plug on that, aren't you? I don't know. Well, I don't know if he right played now. long enough. Like, he, he was on such a ridiculous pace the first five years. But, all right, cool. I'll take a first and a third from somebody. And uh, and now I have a bunch more cap space to play with. I'm going to sign Zadarius Smith. And if I can make it work... Maybe I have to push more money into the future. I'm also going to sign J.C. Treader. Yeah. Now, what do I do at cornerback? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna fix those two spots. <laughs> collect the draft picks. In a pass happy league, you're gonna be watching. Hey, that hey, ball Harrison Hand. Oh, hey. oh, Chris Boyd. Hey, that's, oh, got Chris Boyd. I'm drafting a cornerback you know, with my 12th overall pick or something, and crossing my fingers. But that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just telling you what I would have done as a pro bono advisor. I would have offered my services up for free. That's how giving I am to the Vikings. Mm. Question number four. <laughs> Fill it. Yeah, Phil I think they turned it down. Question number four. No, it's not. It's our would you rather question of the week, our debate question of the week. Question number okay. four. All right. All right. Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a week in a real haunted house? This is incredibly easy for me. Okay. Forest. I really? do not. What? Mess totally disagree. with ghosts. I do not mess with haunted things. I I loathe camping. I will. I, I I'm with Phil. I will pay the absurd amount of money to stay at a Motel Six over a camp. A absurd amount of money to stay in a Motel Six. Yeah, since what, what, what kind of six? what kind of five star Motel Six are you uh, staying? At, what did Combo Deck do to you? True story within a story. Uh, I used to go to Oshkosh, Wisconsin every year for an air show. Oshkosh puts on the second largest air show in North America. Mind-blowing fact. And the Motel 6 there, I am not joking, during that week, because everyone comes to it, is $500 a night at a Motel 6 in Oshkosh, oh. Wisconsin. I am not Packers exaggerating. Games. What? I'm not Packers exaggerating. Packers games. <laughs> yeah. Green Bay are the same way. Yeah. Can you imagine? And listen, uh, if Motel 6 wants to be the official did, motel partner means. of Purple Daily, we'll the light on we for love you. ourselves. Yeah. 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 We'll leave that light yeah. right well, no Why problem. did you go to an air show? Uh, it was for what, college, what? It, it was for college credit. We we basically built up a radio station and then tore it down. We run it for the entire air show. It's actually really cool. Experience. Oh, okay. But okay. back to the okay. actual question: forest. I I will I will deal with the forest over a haunted house, dude. I don't mess with ghosts at all. Totally disagree. Totally yeah, disagree. I'm going, and here here's why: haunted house. Easy. Here's why: 
Not all. Oh no! Oh no! No, Judd's oh, no. internet. It didn't happen again. <laughs> it froze on me. And am, am I back or no? You're back. Yeah, you're back no. now. Yeah, you're good now. I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. That was very bizarre. It just stopped. Um, in fact, you know what? It's the ghost of my house. Yeah, it's it's the ghost of my house is what I was about to say. It's very, it's very complimentary. Not all ghosts are bad. Some are friendly. Some are like, like Dude, Casper. Casper is super Casper. friendly. There's He's spirits around us. You know, you Slimer. gotta believe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going ghost because I'm going to hang with them and drink surly with them. Listen, I, uh, I'm going with Judd here. I just, I don't think, a, do, or is a ghost going to murder you? I guess I have seen some movies. Yeah, you know, 13 Annabelle. ghosts. You ever seen 13 ghosts? There's a literally movie about 13 ghosts that are trying That's to a, kill them. Yeah. Man. But here's the thing. You're out in the forest. The woods, you get there's, murdered. I mean, there's a, there's lions, there's yeah. tigers, there's, there's bears, there's snakes. There's crazy people with Dude. knives. Who yeah, there's I can, while you I can sleep. some Jack, I can some kill Jack an, Johnson looking guy. I can kill an animal. I can't kill a ghost. You can't kill you, an animal either, dude. Yeah. There <laughs> are people in the forest, bear. dude, with <laughs> knives who will come up and kill you. Jason? Kill, kill, kill. Okay, now, now you're bla- no. Now you're putting the haunted house into the forest. This is yeah, not, that's what I'm saying. No, this is not. You can't use Jason Voorhees now into the forest. No, it's yeah. either animals Phil, or ghosts. Introduce. Also, let's let's assume it. let's assume that there's no like that there's no threat of dying in a haunted house and there's no threat of dying in a forest. Like you're not going to get haunted attacked by ghosts. Think about the the elements. Yeah, if it just house. starts monsooning in the forest oh. for seventy two hours. Lightning strike. And where are you going to get your food? You can at least do. You you could do Uber Eats in a haunted house. Okay, the the haunted house. Are you going to get food in the forest? No, the haunted house. They're going to lock you in there, and then you're trapped. You're trapped in the haunted house. I can use the same logic against you. They're going to they're going to lock you in there while while they're trying to terrorize you. You can't go anywhere. Well, doesn't say that you're locked in. You're adding variables here. You just added variables. You just told me that I couldn't do it. What is going on? I couldn't do it. There could be a light. No, no. Lightning. Lightning is a natural thing. Could happen. Carbon monoxide can enter a home. No problem. I'm, I'm, enter, I'm doing the same I, you thing. You know, I'm taking No, I'm taking that chance. What I'm saying is the variables of taking the chance in the haunted house are far more attractive than outdoors. And I, plus, the outdoors just sucks. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen uh, Paranormal Activity? Yeah. There's like six of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. One of them. Great. Pretty terrifying. In fact, I think we should do like a Mount Rushmore at some point of of haunted house movies. Amityville is like the OG from back I've, in the I've never heard the of seventies and eighties. Man, Amityville is like the huh. OG haunted okay. house. It's okay. based on a true story, right? In yeah. upstate New York, yeah. but a family a family moves into a house where somebody was murdered, and you know the dad Classic. is you know, a rugged dad. But by the end of the movie, the dad turns into just possessed. It's, we it's don't amazing. talk enough about the friendly ghosts. We just don't. Like, there's they get a, a bad rap, man. Yeah. They do. Like, what are, like so, that? Some ghosts are just here to close a door and mess with you. you know? Exactly. That annoys the hell out some. of me. No, I don't want to do Just drop something. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'd far prefer a ghost trying to mess with, with me as opposed to, let's say, a mountain lion or bear. Yep. I think we've settled Football. this. Come on, All right, tell, let us know what you think in the YouTube comment section. Are you stay in a haunted house or stay in the forest? Well, it's a pretty big life decision. Four more years of Kirk decks or one night in a haunted house? <laughs> oh, I'll do the haunted house. That's fine. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll that, One night? Yeah, that's fine. One, one night. night. Mm-hmm. Kirk's gone then. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kirk. Mm-hmm. Kirk. <laughs> Zoom. It's the ghost of Zoom. You like the ghost that? of like that? You like that? All right, that's a wrap. Purple Daily, four-question Friday. 
We'll be, uh, I don't know, in between surly furiouses. We'll be monitoring breaking news over the weekend. Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter news. Yep. Thanks for hanging out with us.